god. Good stuff, man. Two joints in the morning and at night. Wow. It's a lot of joints. Don't forget, don't, don't forget those two in the afternoon. You gotta do the two in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good stuff. I used to be a big time joint smoker back in the day. Uh, one of my favorite uh, things to do for 4th of July would be roll up like 20 hand roll uh, doobies. Uh, you know, and they had the SIG rollers. You remember those? Oh, I remember. Yeah. And then the Altoids can. You gr- Yes. And you grind up all that, like that eighth of weed or whatever it was, a quarter of weed. And you just uh, rolled up like 20 doobies. They fit right in that tin canteen. And you could just uh, hang out all summer. Just smoking doobies. Yeah, that was great. You know why you smoked joints back in the day? Always on the move. You're yeah, on a bike. You're cruising. You know I mean? Yes, you're man. Fucking hauling, dude. Absolutely. Sometimes you're walking. Sometimes you're hitching a ride on someone's pegs. Offer up a little yeah. doobie session right before you roll out. Sometimes that doobie will get you a ride. <laughs> you know? Then you don't got to give up the ass. Peg uh, rolling around in the pegs never uh, felt good after a good amount of time. Uh, it was really like painful oh. on the like soles of your feet. You remember that? That's... Dude, it wasn't good for anybody. It was one of those things that always sounded like a good idea until you were like three blocks into. Yeah, it. I'll peg like, you there, right. like <laughs> yeah, the first uphill. The, the guy's walking. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I'll see you at the top. There's no way, dude. On the pegs, man. What a ridiculous idea. My Think about f- how in shape we were back then. They used to ride with another guy. Oh, you're right, dude. Yeah, the, the energy, back. the shape. Absolutely, man. I couldn't ride a bike with myself on it right now. I'm exhausted just talking about it. I think I have to go take a nap, actually. We're going to have to pause the show. Uh, I'm gonna I don't think I have the stamina off. to ride an e-bike. <laughs> 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 That's right. <laughs> I did see a guy in the woods the other day riding an e-bike through the trail, and I was like, man, that's, come on. That should be, yeah, illegal. <laughs> I see that, too, when I'm running. I'm like, come on, guy. The e-bike on the dirt path. Everybody like- out here is, like, dripping sweat. You know, and I don't like those f***s <laughs> in the bike outfits that are hauling ass. <laughs> yeah. But at least they're out there getting a workout. You know what I mean? And then your little fairy ass comes on this e-bike. Get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> you're right man i'll see like people in their 70s just like crushing uphill on a mountain bike and then yeah you get the dude on his <laughs> e-bike man where did they when uh, did this become a thing i'm actually seeing them everywhere because they just everybody them- <laughs> on the trail your fat ass is the one that needs that doesn't need the e-bike the most you know <laughs> i was i was behind in traffic a, a dude on a like a motorcycle, like a regular bike, and uh, we were at a stoplight, and a dude on the e-bike just rolled by effortlessly on the crosswalk, and I watched the guy's bike helmet just, like, follow the dude and watch him roll by. <laughs> I can only imagine what this man was thinking. We That's all three-letter word. Oh, we all know what he was thinking, man. Only in Denver, people. That's what you get in Denver. Oh, no, it's here, too. Oh, I got I can't stand these guys. I was in the... We had this, like, three, four-lane roadway system in certain parts. They're one-ways, you know? And uh, I usually like to take this left lane because people don't know it's open. 
and it was just and there was so much traffic and it was so bizarre and I was just cruising past it on the right side on a random day and I get to the epicenter of what was causing the traffic and it was a dude on one of those rental e-bikes cruising uh. in that lane thinking he's like you know dingleberry on a bike so he has all full access to the fucking road I, it, it was unreal i rolled down my window and called him a jackass it felt really good, good. yeah uh, absolutely i would have thrown something at him I, i'm in a bad habit of throwing something at nothing bikers. he didn't bother me whatsoever i kind of found it very funny that all this line of traffic man like here's the thing who's a bigger jackass the guy on the bike or the mile-long line of cars who aren't fucking moving and just staying behind the guy on the bike. Yeah, why aren't you passing him? I, I had open lanes. I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Nobody was going around this dude. Cruising on his e-bike, taking up an entire lane of traffic for cars. Who could go like 30 miles an hour faster than this Ugh, fucking jackass? Fucking... Yeah, I know, dude. That's what goes on uh, in this fucking... It's unbelievable. What's with people, you know what's man? E- uh, you know what's even worse, dude? <laughs> So we're doing this, uh, we're doing cast iron work. It's like, it's just like this giant drain line. Oh, yeah. And this fucking guy who's like in charge of the building, he's, he's 45 years old. Comes fucking zip zipping up, knee pads, elbow pads, gloves, (laughs) helmet. I'm one of those fucking one wheel between the legs. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And he came racing up and he did this like skid. Like stop, like little, he like turned and skid. Then he was like balancing on it, and as he was balancing, he was like in the water, and like he's like clearly trying to like impress us or something. <laughs> nobody was, nobody was impressed. <laughs> yeah. <man. laughs> and then finally, like the lead plumber just goes, "You know, you're rolling in shit water right now, right?" Oh, <laughs> and then when the oh, guy went to roll out. You know, like when you ride a bike in water, you get that line up your back. That yes, I do know actually. Yes, <laughs> he got splashed right up his back with shit water. That's uh, and it goes right down the crack. And all I can think is, man, that's what you get. I fucking wish everybody on one of these e thing would. Ah, oh, they're the worst. That's the worst. That's such a douchebag. I, I personally thought it was funny. It's- only because it was such a wide area, and it's funny to me that I see it everywhere. It happens all the time. You could spot it a mile away and avoid it if you know what you're looking at. Uh, something happened culturally where we convinced everyone, no, it, it, you're, you are morally more correct than everybody else, and you have the right of way because you've taken the moral high ground and chosen to ride your bicycle instead of all these uh, nasty uh, polluters driving around in their cars, right? So so no one should get angry at this person. No, they are the good Samaritan, see? They are doing the right thing. And in <laughs> fact, they are teaching us polluters a lesson. You know what I keep getting yelled at at the Home Depot for? But, dude, it's been like five times. Like, the one lady threatened to call. Uh, I forget who she threatened to call. It wasn't Probably the, cops. the co- like, Oh, yeah, you can't call the cops like in Chicago. Fo- yeah. Oh, they're not coming. It was like enforcement or something. I forgot Pinkerton. What she said. Yeah, or something. Yeah, that's right. Because I keep, I, keep, I, keep, I keep parking my Ford giant white van transit, right? I keep parking it in the uh, fuel efficient or the uh, compact car or the electric charging stations. Wow. Because it's right next to the door. That's right, man. 
And my argument, my argument is for the, especially the fuel efficient is right next to the door, right? And my van gets 19 miles to the gallon. That's pretty fucking, it's <laughs> pretty fucking good. Oh, you that's great. That's, that's very, a, yeah, that's fuel efficient. Yes. For a van? Dude, my old van got like, I think it was 11. So <laughs> uh, I saved the environment by getting that van, you know? I should get to park in that fuel efficient spot. I know. Best part is though, it's well, too big, right? so it takes up two spots. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, man. It's not compact. This is fuel efficient. It's not compact. Did you? Uh, you said that they have the compact car spaces. That's what it is. Also up front. Yeah, all of them. They do like this. They'll do a whole section up front of co- for compact. Cars. Here's what gets me about this because I noticed this at the Lowe's the other day when I was getting our gas tank. Uh, you know, the propane tank for the grill filled up. Uh, I'm cruising around and they have like, uh, three rows, like four spaces each of the drive up window. Like you drive up and they bring it to your car and all that. And then, uh, I saw they had the electric guys, the electric charging things and the compact stuff. And all I could think of is like, the people going to these places are busting in and out to get some parts, man. I know. Like, I know. they're not waiting in their car for their delivery order that they put. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, this isn't the pandemic anymore. We're not locked down. It's, it's, do you know what I'm saying? Like, these are like hardworking oh, people. Do I know what you're saying. Like, no, no, dude. I, what they I just, have, I happen to I run out of two inch tees. I need a two inch galvanized tee. That's what or, I'm saying. You know, or so, like something stupid. Black hires. Like, just give me the fucking one thing I need and get it. I don't, now I gotta park half a mile away and walk past all the fucking f- with the Priuses and the <laughs> That's goddamn what I'm saying, Teslas. Yes. <laughs> so, right? No, I'm walking in. I parked my car and I'm walking in. I'm seeing these fucking Priuses and old folks and people hanging out there, probably waiting for some fucking light bulbs and whatever yes. it is. No, 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 no. <laughs> I see them coming out after while I'm sweating. I literally have to bring a camel back for water to hike up this goddamn hill. And then, I, and then I get to the fucking compact section and this bitch is loading flowers into her fucking trunk. This is exactly my point. I it's, got a fucking job to get to. Even me. I'm there. I'm in my, I just got off work. I'm about to fire up the grill, ran out of gas. I'm in my basketball shorts and t-shirt, you know? I, par- I, yeah. I had space, time to park. I'm bringing in an empty tank. I'm carrying it. You know what I'm saying? I don't need... My point being is me, the old folks in the drive-up window, uh, the Priuses getting their light bulbs uh, to have the fuel-efficient house, whatever it is. I, those people should be in the back. Of the parking lot. Oh, yeah. You know? You gotta go beyond the blue line. You should be waiting in the back. They should have Mondo supersized spaces in the front, like six of them in each space, (laughs) you know, for trucks and trailers, man. So that you could, like, roll in your business trailer and truck, your fucking Hemi, your 4x4, like, roll it up, man, and run in and get the shit you need because you, you... First of all, you're not going to trust some guy to roam through there and get the part you need. You need to go be hands-on, get the stuff. You know what I'm saying? you got to pick it out. You're going to – in and out, you know? You, yeah. you don't have the time for this bullshit. You're not rolling up in your fuel-efficient uh, Tesla, you know, to load up <laughs> a bunch of fucking lumber. You know what I'm saying? 
Like, no, who's no. loading lumber in their fucking Tesla and their Prius? Nobody, man. Like, and if you are, yeah. get to the back of the fucking parking lot and come back with a truck next time and park it up front with the rest of the trucks. That whole, I was parking there. I'm like, this should all be trucks. There, there should, should be no excuse for these fucking cars up here, man. The one thing that is really cool to see, though, is because, well, it's really in, like, the better neighborhoods. But, uh, so they do have the pro pickup section. That's right. Where that's where you can go with the truck and everything. But dude, it's amazing. Guys, even I do it. It's like a it's like just an unspoken rule. Unless you're picking up like bundles of pipe or lumber or plywood. Guys don't really abuse that, which is kind of cool. No, I think most guys who use hardware stores know like I'm going to go park where there's some spaces. Out back here. I, I'm gonna take I don't a walk. Need that spot. I'm gonna take a walk. Yeah. I literally yeah. every we grew up doing it, man. Like doing a lot of carpentry work and it, with the pepino, and you know yeah. it was he yeah, always the guy getting the guy getting fifty sheets of lumber should get that spot, right? Yeah. So I shouldn't I shouldn't be ahead of him, but I should definitely be ahead of the priest. The guy drywalling his basement. I'll park you know? it back here and wheel it with my sons all the way back. It's no big deal. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. I, I don't need to be taking up this space up here. The landscaper needs this area. The fucking carpenter needs this man. I like know, yeah, it's it's so yeah. crazy. They they made it now backwards. I because of the fucking pandemic, it ruined everything, man. Now you have all these fucking idiots waiting for their their toilet paper and their light bulbs and it's just like oh my god dude we messed it up man we're not catering to business to small business owners you know we're no oh, longer yeah, helping these people about, that's out. all joe biden cares about <laughs> small business good paying union jobs frank <laughs> oh man it's crazy stuff dude i'm telling you Crazy times. Uh, speaking uh, of uh, crazy times, Mike, and maybe this is why everything is so nuts, and maybe this is why they kept all these uh, rink-a-dink little spaces up front uh, at the uh, stores because they're planning another one, right? And the only way to get another uh, pandemic lockdown going is, well, you got to get the variants rolling, and how do you get those mm-hmm. variants? Oh, man, you got to get your boost! Tonight, the FDA is now authorizing a second oh, COVID dang. booster for all adults. Sorry, folks, I forgot to warn you there. Uh, comb your hair, do a little banaka Craig, spray. You brought out Dave when I got bad hair? <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I, I always forget. I, I never remind <laughs> myself in the notes here. when uh, I blame the production crew mostly. Someone's getting <laughs> fired. Somebody. I'm looking at you. That's right. Check your mirrors. Fix your dippity-doo. We're about to hit up Dave. <laughs> Tonight, the FDA is now authorizing a second COVID booster for all adults 65 and older. You would get the Wait, booster stop, if at least stop, four stop, months stop, have stop, passed. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> Didn't we already do second booster? I don't know. I, I'm telling you, man. No, no, no <laughs> sister or husband are on like four boosters right now. <laughs> I know people absolutely that have taken five and six shots. I don't, right, yeah, but, four boosters is like six shots. I don't know. I don't know what the math is. And I don't know if they do booster based on a variant, right? And then they they have so many variants at this point. Man, we've lost track. You know, we, who knows? I feel like you guys approved a lot more than four shots. It's like every month you guys were approving shots. Yeah, I think we've done this before. It, this is this is uh, last night. This happened. This is real. Is Dave on vacation? You guys just played a rerun? Oh, yeah. Or they wheeled <laughs> out Chuck E. Cheese Dave. And uh, <laughs> it just had a glitch. 
He has borrowed Wolf. Wolf Blitzer? Yeah. <laughs> they borrowed his robot, put a Dave mask on oh, it. Wow. Oh, that that should creep everyone out because that how <laughs> there's no way we're not there. We're more there than we're not. Right, like there's more. There's more uh, chance, sir. That sir, I forgot on. to get the Dave mask. Ah, eh, fuck it. We'll see. Gi it. Just do the wolf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're there, dude. I know, man. With the AI and the deep fake, uh, there's just who do you? Who's real? Do we even know who, if Dave Murr is real? Where did the Dave Murr? Where did that name even come from? That doesn't even sound like a real name, man. Mer. That Bill O'Reilly, that Bill O'Reilly clip would sound very different today. It would be fuck it. We'll do a CGI. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest clip ever, man. <laughs> you know the world is. We're doing a CGI. <laughs> we'll do it AI. <laughs> fuck it. Oh, that's classic, man. Good. That's a callback. Hey, that good call. Yeah, that way go. deep, deep callback. Long ago. Oh, uh, you know what? You want to talk about a callback? You know what? I heard somebody. You know, some this guy asked me today. I thought it was so funny. He said, "Uh, yo, you know, uh, do you think, do you think I'm still gonna get that uh, student debt cancellation?" Oh <laughs> man. <laughs> Dude, I had to, like, stop what I was doing. I was like, holy shit, did I forget about that. Wow. Holy shit. That's going to bite them in the ass unless they rebrand. Rebrand, and the only way to do that is uh, tell everyone the student debt relief will come in two weeks. Two weeks. (laughs) Two weeks? Two weeks? Two weeks? I literally looked at, looked at him and I looked around at everybody else. I was like, well, judging by the fact that we all forgot about it, I don't think you're ever going to see that money. <laughs> you see, it's called a memory hole, son. What they do is they uh, flood you with all this other information and bullshit news that isn't really news, and then you forget about the real stuff that they promised you. See? What did, what did you say, student debt? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're talking about the Dominion case. <laughs> $700 million! Fox News had to pay it! They lied! Did you watch our coverage of Trump? We followed the car the whole time. We had a speedboat and everything. The speedboat was amazing. <laughs> we even had a helicopter that was filming, filming the speedboat, filming the plane. It was crazy. Jeffrey Tubin, uh, Tubin himself four times. It was incredible. <laughs> Rob Reiner fam- fam- finally came. Blasted around the world. <laughs> <laughs> the cock ring. The cock ring came off. It finally came out. Amazing. Good for good. Good for all those uh, people. I, I hope they were happy, but they weren't. Uh, you know, if that SNL skit is to indicate everything, big disappointment with the Trump thing. And uh, man, where's the Student outrage now? Relief, man. That that one kills me. I I I forgot about it. It. it, it I was just kind of running through my head, like what are what's all the uh, what are the other promises that they made that they totally backed down on? <laughs> they just stopped talking about Build Back Better, student debt relief. Yes, they just literally stopped talking about all of their quote unquote wins that were they had going into the primaries. They just stopped. Remember talking the about infrastructure it. bill? They fucking loved that bill. Oh, it was the best until it turned out it raised inflation. You know, I think they stopped talking about it after that uh, parking garage collapsed in New York City. Was that it? I thought it was when the bank started collapsing. Well, that's right. Sorry. Everything started collapsing. And then, uh, oh, yeah. 
all the trains around the world carrying all the toxic material you could ever imagine just started falling off the tracks. And, you know, we got nuclear water and, uh, you know, did you mm. see? Uh, I, w- I had it clipped. We didn't get to it. It was some explosion and it was black clouds in, in Indiana. And then there was another explosion, which I never even clipped. We never even got to. And it happened in like, uh, I don't even remember what happened. It happened like a week ago. And it was another black cloud explosion, just like the one in Ohio. Yeah, it happens all the time. Black clouds. <laughs> <laughs> what, you got a problem with black clouds? Oh, I'm sure you wouldn't be complaining about white clouds, Frank. I think they're doing it on purpose, and it's to blame all the myocarditis from the booster shots. Boost! <laughs> on the black clouds. Tonight, the FDA is now authorizing a second COVID booster for all adults 65 and older. You would get the booster if at least four months have passed since your first booster. For people who are immunocompromised, <laughs> boosters would also be available what? after two months. The CDC still needs to sign off on this plan. That is likely. A decision about boosters for younger adults... Younger than 65 could come at an FDA meeting in June. We'll keep you posted, of course. Okay, I know for sure you have given four shots to people under 65. Oh, yeah. For sure. That's right. It's not even FDA approved yet? Yeah, that's not good, man. I don't think people realize what they uh, put in their bodies. Also, it's starting to seem like anyone who got more than three, not a good situation uh, going forward. Uh, And did you see they're, like, admitting now they're – that oh yeah, it does do stuff to your DNA. Uh, Hardy Har, we totally joked or didn't know what we were talking about two years ago when we said, "Don't worry, this mRNA technology <laughs> doesn't do anything to your DNA." That's crazy. It's totally different letters, guys. Come on. Yeah, man, they don't mix. What are you talking about? So uh, now, man, I'm pretty sure in like the. I could be wrong. I think like the UK, most of Europe, almost all other countries are recommending people under 65 do not take this vaccine anymore ever again. Yeah, absolutely. It was a failure. I'm pretty sure this is the worldwide international message that nobody should be taking it. Yet here we are. We got Dave Muir looking all handsome and... You know, making us spray that panaka, and, and, and he's just telling us like, "Oh, by the way, if you're over 65 and immunocompromised, oh, take another booster shot. You got to get that boost." And like, yeah. I, it's just, dude, what what's going on here? Like, uh, there's a little bit of a mixed messaging going on, and I think it's because here in America we have to save our asses because we uh, maybe, probably, most likely uh, created the virus. Maybe most likely, probably are responsible for funding the gain of function and research behind it, and probably responsible for this thing leaking out. And also, uh, we made billions off this vaccine. Yeah. Thanks. Sorry. Well, we You're did. welcome. No, we didn't. We made nothing. A lot of Chinese billionaires were made from COVID. 
Really? I'm not familiar with the Chinese billionaire <laughs> phenomenon. I'm sure those are the ones funding the police officers in New York City. <laughs> no, those were the ones that were, uh, they owned the companies that were making the PPE. Ah, PPE. You mean like the, uh, the masks? Masks and everything? Yeah, they made billions. I think they said there's like 40-something new billion uh, Chinese billionaires that were formed from COVID. I'm looking forward to like 30 years from now, uh, the reports on NPR of Mask Island forming in the Atlantic Ocean, and it's just all the masks <laughs> that everybody wore for two years, and they just like come yeah. together and form this, uh, you know, its own ecosystem. Oh, they're everywhere still. You see them all over. It's disgusting, man. Yes, you see them everywhere. Here's what you're seeing, too, or maybe, I don't know if you are, I am here. Uh, the homeless are still rocking them as the chin straps. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Well, I'll tell you what it is. The homeless were the last to catch on to the game. You know, it was they were kind of the last ones rocking the masks, I noticed. And then, mm. and then now they're the last ones. They're they're at the end of the information channel. Or maybe it's because you know the only people doing like the shelters and everything very liberal, so they probably force them to still wear the shit. Or oh, good call. That is a fantastic call, man. I most of the homeless, the the huge homeless issues going on in democratic-run cities, liberal cities, places that are uh, mass havens and, uh, you know, COVIDian, uh, you know, uh, places where they enforce these insane rules. And so, yeah, that's a great, that's a great call, dude. There's a school, I've only worked for this company since November, <laughs> so I've only been going to this school. I've gone to this school maybe four times since last November. Still, I went there like two days ago. The lady always offers me a mask. She offers everybody a mask. Uh, yeah. When you, walk, when you walk in. I love it. And it's like, Jesus Christ, lady, come on. I'll never forget the guy who uh, confronted me and got physically very upset with me uh, after he had asked me when I entered his establishment to wear a, a mask that he gave to me. And I put it on because I had to. Uh, because because the mask mandate in Colorado was to lift at midnight that day. So there was still uh, six hours of mask mandation going on, right? Like, I, we, we must enforce these masks for six more hours. And I, I had to wear the mask. And so I was a bit peeved that we were still doing this dance and so I, this is 2021, right? And so I, I, I put the mask on over the chin, over the mouth, and I, as at, I, you know, it was resting just so my, my giant schnozola is just poking completely out <laughs> and breathing, breathing in full freedom, just the beauty, just that fresh air, baby. And uh, the sight of my nose inhaling this fresh air just. Uh, enraged this human being to the point where they, they made me leave this establishment because they could not handle the fact that I was breaking a, a ridiculous, retarded, stupid-ass rule that was about to be done being enforced in six hours. I was breaking it <laughs> by breathing yeah. fresh air. Uh, what a, what a it's danger to society, Frank. I was a criminal. I hope people. <laughs> I was a grandma killer. 
Grandma Killer. Uh, I can't get enough. I'm, I love uh, how you uh, created that word there. I don't know if you caught that. Mandation. Man- mandation. That's like a combination of mandate and masturbation. It was like the people that masturbated over the mandates. That's right. Or mandation. It could be like uh, mandate nation. Mandation. Ah. Uh, uh, either way. But I, I like the childish version. <laughs> I'm more into anything with jerking off. I think that's way funnier, so... I was thinking more of, like, a Rob Reiner. That guy was mandationing all over the place. Yes, there was a masturbatory element to how these people enforced their the mandation of their masks. Absolutely. And they, when they were, like, celebrating it. Like, oh, Chicago win mandates! Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Speaking of mandates and possible bromances that I thought was a bromance, but apparently it may be just bros, uh... Dude, I think this is maybe one of the most fantastical news uh, of the decade. Uh, we're going to talk a little Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> From the intensity of True Detective to the silliness of Surfer Dude, the on-screen chemistry between Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson has always been uncanny. Where I start and where he ends where he starts and I end has always been like a murky line. Yeah. And that's part of our romance, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. My, you know, kids call him Uncle Woody. His kids call me Uncle Matthew. Bromance, yes. But how about just bros? The question started swirling last... I don't know. I believe bros was that gay boy movie that bombed and all, you know, the gay guy was very upset about that. Remember that? Well, you say bros, I think either gay or black, and that, fit, that doesn't fit these <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. You're right. Right? <laughs> bros, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. I was like, brothers. You know, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Bros is like a pink shirt. It could go either way. It's either black or gay. Like but you know, a how white man who shouldn't wear it. Did you see Netflix? They're doing the Black Cleopatra. They're getting sued for that now because uh, it's oh. like I don't know if you saw Black Cleopatra, but I was thinking like I get it. You guys want to redo everything, and, and you know the new Mario <laughs> Brothers. To be fair, Cleopatra was Greek. What's the difference? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's right, Greeks. They're just the shorter blacks. Oh, man. Sorry. <laughs> I have to edit that one out. Edit team, you're honest. If, if you're from Chicago, you get it. I uh, I was thinking with Mario uh, Brothers, you know, there's all this controversy about the ant- there's not enough wokeism with it and all that stuff. They should just do uh, a remake of it with Mario Brothers, man, and everybody would be very happy. And with- <laughs> so good. And, 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 like, you just, and then, uh, Yeah, you could get You could be one of the turtles. You could make Leguizmo King Koopa, you know, and it was just uh, Mario Brothers. Get the Waynes Brothers on this one, man. I think it would be uh, something good. And by the way, oh, uh, Mike, hilarious. go see Mario Brothers this weekend. I saw it last night. Uh, I don't want to discuss it until you see it. I think we should probably do this on the Sunday show. Uh, <laughs> but uh, lots to talk about. Uh, I really enjoyed it. So, but we're going to continue down some other brothers' uh, path, or brothers' path, if you will. Uh, the uh, Har- a lot of black plumbers, though. That's the thing. Well, you got to see Mario Brothers, actually, man. They, they really ham it up with the Italian stereotypes. I fucking love yeah. it. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss it later. All right, I'm, I'm going Woody Harrelson. <laughs> With the duo planning to launch a comedy series on Apple TV, tentatively called Brother from Another Mother, McConaughey said his mother once hinted Whoa. at a family trip. Their connection well, might cultural appropriation. be And my mom is there. Yeah. And she says, Woody, I knew 
your dad. Now, does everybody <laughs> lean into this statement? Everyone was aware of the ellipsis yeah. that my mom left after new. It was a loaded K-N-E-W. Harrelson's father, who died in 2007, was a notorious criminal, a hitman who was sentenced to life in prison for killing a federal judge. The plot thickened Tuesday when Harrelson told Stephen... Yeah, isn't that fucking crazy? What? Woody Harrelson's dad is a fucking hitman, man. Yeah. Zombieland. Yeah, dude. Hitman. Wow. Come on, kind of explains natural born killers, you know, and he's done some darker roles out there, right, man? Yeah. Wow. Kind I don't of, know if you to- I don't know if you know Tony Hitchcliffe. He's a comedian, but he always says like the greatest are they hope to be great you have to have a fucked up childhood. <laughs> well, there you go. Greatest. Yeah. You know? I don't know if that's yeah. true for everyone, but you could also just um, for most. You could also just be, you know, have a connected childhood, right? You could be like uh, Billie Eilish, you know. She, her parents are uh, all business, uh, you know, industry I said people. Great. Oh, yeah. good call. Sorry, it's yeah, like popular. I'm, I'm, moment. yeah, that's <laughs> great, true greatness. The guy Woody Harrelson has been entertaining us for thirty years. He true. transcends a millennia. True greatness. <laughs> Do you give greatness uh, cred to uh, McConaughey and his reconnaissance? Oh, absolutely, dude. I'm a huge fan of both guys. I think they're uh, fantastic actors. I've enjoyed a lot uh, of you know. I, I I would give him. You know, they should give an award for uh, made me cry for a f- him and Tom Hanks. You guys win it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That took me a little bit to register. <laughs> Made the most straight men cry it's weird over that, a gay man. To, you know? That was a very elegant way to put that in a strange dude man-ish way. I like that. That yeah, was good. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice of you. The, the best at making straight men cry over gay men. That'd be Matthew McConaughey, Tom Hanks. Good call. Uh, all right. Well, let's continue. I, I love this uh, story. <laughs> I, I like we still live in an age where we can... Uh, Potentially have this uh, be a reality. Hey, maybe CERN did jack up the juice there, and we uh, ended up in this wacky little universe where... Uh, See, this is why 23 Me sucks, man. Fuck that. It would be better if we didn't know. I think, well, I have a theory on what's going on here. Colbert, the timeline seems to add up. The, the year of his birth, oh, nine his, months before. Oh, his birth, right, right, she right. She had, you know, she, she was on a sabbatical from her relationship with... Uh, Dad Mac? His supposed father. <laughs> Jim. At the time, McConaughey says, Harrelson's dad was on furlough and may have drifted through West Texas. There's possible receipts <laughs> in places oh out in West Texas where there might have been a gathering or a meeting uh-huh. or a new moment. <laughs> These days, of course, a quick DNA test could solve the mystery. But McConaughey, who loved and admired his father, isn't sure he wants to know. We want to go and, you know, test, but for him, it's a much more big deal. I mean, he, he feels like he's losing a father, but I'm like, no, you're gaining a different father and a brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like living in a world where these guys could be somewhat related. I don't know how it shakes out. Don't you think they would know, like, wouldn't the mom have given birth or I don't know how this all works. Well, no, isn't he saying that uh, McConaughey's dad, or no. Harrison's dad, fuck 
What? Hey, yeah, I yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, so it's it's kind of weird. I'm thinking maybe a ha- Woody's dad banged McConaughey's mom, and so maybe McConaughey's actually Woody's like a half brother. Pretty funny. I'm That'd into it. Funny. I dig it. Uh, they're they're both hilarious dudes and very similar. Syria, and you know, no offense to Mrs. McConaughey, because <clears throat> serial killer is known to be good with the ladies. <laughs> What, was he a serial killer or a hitman? Oh, same thing. Is it the same thing, man? I think serial killers, they get off on the weird, you know, psycho well, I think stuff. I comes down to the psychopathy is what makes you good with women. <laughs> I was thinking mostly like a hitman is, a, you know, calculated and it's a business for him, right? And he's just no, doing No, 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 just a psychopath who knew what he was and exploited it. Nice. <laughs> hey look I support anyone making a buck okay if you find a uh, talent of yours and you think you can make some money you know doing and utilizing that talent go for it my man I uh, mean come on I, I, we need we need people <laughs> of all shapes and sizes you know we need plumbers uh, we need actors we need hitmen we need garbage men <laughs> oh yeah don't forget garbage men oh, I was called the hitman the garbage men you know Oh yeah! Wow. See, I'm not, I'm not down with the lingo. That's I the clearly problem. never hired one. No, I I stay away from hiring uh, contract killers. Generally, <laughs> it's not, not usually my thing. I don't have a lot of time. Yeah, I'm just a busy Frank, guy. More affordable than you would believe. I tell you what, <laughs> they're offering right. great deals in Chicago. <laughs> you want the mob killing? You want the single? You want what do you want? I saw and didn't have a chance to clip uh, your boy, your favorite guy in Chicago, uh, Brandon Johnson, uh, the man who's going to save it all. Uh, he was <laughs> doubling down in interviews this week uh, on the violence, man, over the weekend and how he was calling them kids just having a good time and like maybe getting a little bit out of hand. Like, they are really stressing the fact that these were a bunch Frank, of kids. It was the nice warm time, weather. Dude. They were coming down to just experience Chicago in the nice, on a nice night. A few kids got a little out of hand. Yeah, that's crazy. It was because a nice warm night. <laughs> when we were younger, going down on a nice night, you go, uh, you get some Taylor Street ice, maybe pick yourself up a beef at L's, and, uh, you know, you can maybe swing it around, check out the bean, you know, walk around Millennium Park. Never were we ever getting escorted by the military because uh, they couldn't <laughs> stop the angry mob from attacking us. You don't remember in between the Italian ice and the beef, we would beat up white women. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you tra- That was the you tradition. That? Yeah, that's right. You trap the white woman in the vestibule, and it's you amazing know. what you forget about your childhood. Frank. I mean, you know. <laughs> oh man! Oh, this like crazy hearing this guy who's not even mayor taking over this. The city that was once so great, man, it was such a hub, and and just like to see this decline, and the fact that the newly elected person coming in to to you know guide the ship, man, the he is uh, he's all for the violence, dude, the destruction. He's never going to say anything against it. Like I was appalled at the laws passed about the. Uh, you could steal what you want and run away. Cops won't stop you. Uh, you could steal up to $1,000. Wasn't Chicago one of the first places to start doing that? 
Like, uh, it's like San Francisco does it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we have everything, dude. The whole you can't chase them. Can't chase them. There's a you know? price limit to where you could steal and no one's going to stop you. Like, There's uh, a kid right now, the family's tried to sue. He had a gun. He shot at the police. He ran. They chased him down and shot him. And they're suing the police because they're not supposed to chase him. That's crazy. And the guy coming <laughs> in, he's think he's someone who believes that we need to amplify these policies that have gotten us to yeah. this point. And again, I just cannot stress how insane the footage is out of Chicago over the weekend. That was an angry mob of criminals and thieves and thugs, and they ransacked the city. That's coming back this weekend, apparently. Is it going to be nice? You guys gonna, you got some nice weather in store? Yeah, apparently they already found social media that the kids are planning to do it again. Oh, the re- <laughs> wow. Which means they probably won't do it, and then they'll do it on a weekend where nobody is expecting it. You're going to get it on the next three-day. Uh, when's Memorial Day? That's coming up, right? So that'll probably yeah. be, uh, I bet you, you get a nice hot Memorial Day weekend. Everyone will be on the streets. You got the extra day to recover. Uh, mayhem. Oh, I'm sorry. That's Lori Lifa does not like the word mayhem, apparently. No, uh, because a lot of racial undertones to that one. I understand. <laughs> and They're just enjoying this beautiful city during a uh, beautiful weather event. <laughs> that's right. You know, Frank. Well, uh, we'll just have to agree to disagree with Lori and company because, uh, again, we don't want to come across as racist. And, and when you do, you can really offend people. And you could especially offend people in vulnerable situations, like maybe when they're hosting a morning time show. And that's right, if you're asking yourself, is Frank about to play another Don Lemon clip? I am. We got more Don Lemon oh, on the docket. You know it. Ooh, I couldn't help myself. It's a sour myself. episode when we got two lemons, you know? Well, it's the only way to make some f- sweet lemonade, Mike. So here we go. Uh, this is Don <laughs> Lemon losing his mind, talking racism and black history with uh, an Indian American. Oh, this is great. Actually, you know, the funny fact is black people did not get to enjoy the other freedoms until their Second Amendment rights were secured. And I think that that's one of the lessons that we learned. aren't allowed to enjoy the freedoms. I disagree with you on that, Don. I disagree with you. And I think you're doing a disservice to our country by failing to recognize the fact that we have equality before the law. And you live in this country, then you can disagree with me. But we're not. You mentioned in here that we have three different shades of melanin Don, I think we have to be able to talk about these issues in the open regardless of the color of our skin. Black Americans today, to say that, compare that to 1865 and 1964, absolutely have equal rights in this country. I think it's insulting to black people. It's insulting to me as an African-American. I don't want to sit here and argue with you because it's infuriating for you to to put those things together. It's not right. You're telling here's the problem with woke. It's produced ignorant people who don't understand history. Yeah, but they understand their version of history. I know that's what I was about to say. They refuse to like and you can't debate it. You cannot debate two different versions of history. 
that's what the, and that's what's so insane about this conversation. History is wrong. You're, what, what, you're what part of the history was wrong? What, yeah. what, what, what part of the history, history was wrong? That the Civil War was fought. You're making people think that the Civil War was fought for black people, only for black people to get guns and for black people to the have... The Civil War was fought for rights. black people in this country to get freedoms, a noble mission. And I think that it, even yes, after, right. even after we succeeded, to, to we had to actually secure those freedoms. It, to reduce it in a speech at the NRA to say you're making people think, or you're trying to say that black people... Uh, to get guns, that was, that, that was the reason that you're there at the NRA. That was the reason for, uh, for the Civil War. It I is think a that's fact. reductive. It's not and reductive, I think it's Don. insulting. There are a whole plethora insul- of reasons that for Look, the Civil with War. With due respect, including- I, find, I find your explanation reductive and actually insulting, including to black Americans, to say that black people today, compared to 1964, 1865, haven't made progress in part because of the freedoms we secured. And the Second Amendment was black part people, of the Hang on, please. Freedom. I cannot keep a thought if you guys are talking to me in my ear. So uh, hang on one second. So to say that. Do you catch that? They're telling him oh. to shut the fuck up during the earpiece. <laughs> <laughs> Did you catch that, dude? Oh, this is just it. I got a clip of what was in his ear. Don, Don, do you want to be on the 7 o'clock? You're already on the 10 o'clock morning. Do you want to be on the 7 o'clock morning? I'll fucking bump you to 4 a.m., motherfucker. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Don, if you keep this up. You'll be on News Nation with Chris Cuomo <laughs> by Monday. Don't make us do it, Don. Shut <laughs> up. Oh, you're right. He didn't even say anything. He just spelled it out. C U O O. So we're at the point now where Don Lemon out loud just uh you know, announced and admitted, which we all know, but I don't think most people know that these reporters have people at all times constantly talking into their ears. There's, they have earpieces. They are constantly being fed information. And you don't d- have your production crew in your ear talking <laughs> Oh, I do, and they're always pissed at both of us. And so... Uh, Mine just keeps saying, stop saying f- <laughs> <laughs> And don't burp. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be a busy week, folks. And so uh, (laughs) I love hearing Don Lemon. He's basically being told, you know it, like, dude, you got to shut up, like, keep this rolling. And and he's just like, no, 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 I got to. Now we get Don Lemon earpiece unplugged, unhinged. Oh, yeah. This is when the black comes out, you know? That black people, say say what you said again. (laughs) Black people secured their freedoms after the Civil War. It is a historical fact, Don. Just study it. Only after their Second Amendment rights have, were secured. They That's were not secured their freedoms after the Civil War. That is not, you're, you are discounting uh, uh, Reconstruction. You're discounting a whole host of things that happened after the Civil War when it comes to African Americans, <laughs> including the whole reason that the Civil Rights Movement happened is because black people did not secure their freedoms after the Civil War, <laughs> and that things turned around. People would tried to change the freedoms that were supposed and to And you know how they the got it? They got their Second Amendment rights, and they actually got, the NRA played a big role in that. But today, down the final... The NRA did the, not play a big role in that. Train black Americans how to use firearms. That's a lie. That's not. The NRA did not play a big role. This is just historical fact. But down the the part that I find because you say it's historical fact. The part that I find insulting (laughs) is when you say today black Americans don't have those rights. Just because you say it's historical fact doesn't make it historical fact. I I just just because you say just because you say it's not historical fact doesn't mean it's not historical fact. (laughs) Right? Yes. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. I'm rubber and you're glue. 
See what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on, Don. You know how this goes? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. You are on my 10 a.m. show with two women. Yes, in between. <laughs> I am the lemon between the melons, sir. <laughs> Never is that forget. your name on the screen there? Well, it's not mine either, but you know what I mean. It used to be. This clip is fantastic. I recommend everyone to watch it visually. It, it just has uh, everything you want. You got Don oh. Lemon losing his mind. Uh, you have I'm the just other... picture of him turning red. You have it's, the other. It's really funny. <laughs> A red lemon is quite the sight. And then you have. Uh... <laughs> You have this other fella <laughs> arguing him who's actually keeping himself pretty well composed. It's fantastic. And but the best part is Poppy Harlow, whoever the chick is that does the news with him, sitting next to him, she is sweating, man, and really uncomfortable. This is the longest the two white girls have shut up since <laughs> he's been on the show. They cannot <laughs> those two white bitches finally have nothing to say. They're like, I can't believe this guy's fucking challenging. <laughs> They couldn't say anything. You know it. You know it, man. So These fucking white bitches have something to say on Elon Musk rocket trajectory to Mars. You know what I mean? You bring up racism? Nope. They are fucking shutting their mouth. No opinion. <laughs> so good. You're right on the money. They're, they're nowhere to be seen. You only see one of them on the clip, too. They can just cut the other one out of the, out of the screen. All you see is the shoulder. She's literally leaning out of frame. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. You got a fucking opinion on everything, bitch. Why not this? <laughs> no, you don't uh, want to interject between their race uh, argument here? Okay, I understand. That makes sense. You argued with Neil deGrasse Tyson's about a quantum physics equation, <laughs> but we got <laughs> Sonny Sonny Hostin's out there talking about legal expertise and shit. (laughs) Yeah, don't want to get involved with this one. This is one I won't touch this with a 10 foot pole. uh, I'm going to go over my notes for the next segment while you guys uh, hash this out, all right? (laughs) After we have the gone through that civil rights revolution in this country. You are sitting here telling an African-American about the rights and what you find insulting, about the, the, the way I live, the skin I live in every day. Here's and where I you and I have the a freedom point that of black view. and white that black people don't have uh, in this country here, and that black people do have. Well, here's where you and I have a different point of view. I think we should be able to express our views regardless of the color of our skin. We should have this debate I'm not saying you without me regarding views, you as a black man, insulting that but you're me regarding you as a fellow citizen. That you're That's sitting here, whatever ethnicity you are, explaining to me. Whatever ethnicity. Whatever ethnicity I am, I'll tell you what I am. I'm an Indian American. I'm proud of it. But I think we should have this debate. Black, white, doesn't matter. I think we should have this debate. On the content of the ideas. You should do it in an honest way and in a fair way. And what you're doing is not an honest and fair way. Oh, my God. That guy uh, was using Martin Luther King rhetoric uh, as his argument. And Don Lemon was saying, no, you're a racist. No, I want you to see me as a black man because your opinion doesn't matter on this. Only a black man can tell you what black history is. Listen, I'm white. I don't know shit about history, <laughs> white or black. You know what I mean? I know a lot more about plumbing. That's right, man. And I, 
I like the fact that this is a guy who, uh, I don't know who he is, but he mentions he's Indian American. I don't know if he's um, first generation. He's uh, probably, I would imagine, second, or I'm sorry, first generation. Like, we are first generation. Mm. I'd have um, to smell him to know. Okay, so we'll, <laughs> we'll leave that up to the... <laughs> To the test uh later on we'll bring you that uh data back on the next episode but i i'm telling you like it only certain people could stage this argument you see what i'm saying yeah. like this guy has an edge and an ability to do so because he's clearly more intelligent than don lemon and he's probably not only that you're trying to play the uh, fucking oppression dude this Indians guy's family is probably still slaves in India. That's what I was going to say, you know, like uh when your entire world view is centralized on this woke version of American history and enslavement and, and victimization, you are missing the entirety of world history and the fact that America is a melting pot with many different cultures who immigrate here from places where the slavery that their families experienced in their cultures, it, it, it goes back thousands of years and is still going on in some of these places. They're escaping that slavery still. Like Don Lemon is such a retard. He can't see past his own little Twitter feed. Dude, he was point. Don Lemon was trying to say, oh, well, we had to get our rights from the civil rights movement. Yeah, asshole. The guy was literally saying, everybody remembers the Black Panthers in California walking to the courthouse with the with their rifles in hand. Yes. Right? That was the right that was, you know, you guys had that Second Amendment right. That's what afforded you the opportunity to get all of your rights. Yes. You know? Absolutely. That's what this guy was saying. Like, you can't, that's an undeniable fact. Whether you, it's, it's an inconvenient fact for your narrative. Yes, it's inconvenient for your uh, your anti-gun it, it doesn't make it an untrue fact. Yes. Right? 100%. Something can be inconvenient, but still true. Absolutely, man. I, I totally agree. And that's what makes Don Lemon sound hilariously dumb. And uh, this gentleman, uh, it gives him the edge and the power to be able to discuss intelligently racial history in America and it's completely against the woke narrative, the critical race theory narrative. Brilliant. Yeah. It's absolutely brilliant, man. I, I like the idea of maybe that's what people need to do going forward. If you encounter this in real life, <clears throat> brush up on a little bit of history, you know, have a little facts in your, uh, in your, uh, bank there, you know, in your mind and just kind of be able to pull out a little information from time to time. If you get challenged on these issues and, and maybe history can just speak for itself. History is complicated, man. Well, you, you can't, you mean, cause the, to the victors I mean, go, the spoils, you know, the, those who win well, history, all that, write but, the history. You can't just, just like today, you can't like, just like today, it's very ignorant to sum up uh, Putin good, or Putin bad, Zelensky good. Right? <laughs> it's just as absurd to do that with history, right? Like We've gone down this path that we're, I'm still up in the air with the uh, whole Nazi thing, man, because we were in cahoots for a long time. And look, dude, Nazis also in the Ukraine situation. It's a little weird. We're supporting them again. You know, we have a history at this point. We're two for two supporting the Nazis. 
<laughs> we work with them, man. It's kind of weird. I'm just uh, saying. Only until it's time to switch. <laughs> That's the Italians. <laughs> I feel like America just funds both sides all the time. All kind of, the time. That's, yeah, that's probably how you make the most money. Guaranteed that's what's happening in Sudan. I can almost assure we have funded some sort of coup d'etat uh, that has pitted these no. warring fractions against each other. It's, that one's literally like one general against another general. Is it still that way in Sudan where they just have... There's generals yeah. who amass enough military force where they could just wage war against one that's already in power and that's just... They got civil war just going on? Pretty much. Oh, that's crazy, man. I know. We don't know how lucky we are. Yeah, man. Who's co- how is Don Lemon complaining about being Don Lemon in America when he is not Don I Lemon know. in Sudan? I know. You're so lucky. Like, that's you crazy for, for all of us. We're so fortunate to be in a world where, like, uh, well, do, for do, right now. Do you right? think those Sudanese are sitting there, like, in a trench, like, about to storm this through? They're like, well, you know, at least we are all being treated equal. <laughs> That's right. Well, <laughs> you're, you're psycho, actually. I was just thinking, like, I'm sure in Sudan, like, more than 75% can fight on their armies. Like, here, like, 75% of us are too obese to even uh, sign up. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, yeah. In Sudan, you got a little war action going on. Most people are of running ability. Wait, Don Lemon, you're over here crying about the racism that you faced as a black man who became a fucking anchor at CNN. I, I don't know. Anyways, uh, any one of the dude. Sudanese facing warring generals would rather face your racism. Don yeah. Lemon gets flown out to New Orleans and New York every year for New Year's and gets absolutely fucking ham-fisted wasted on air every year and parties his ass off. And then four months later goes on TV and talks about how unfair his life is. No, no, the absurdity of being a gay black man who literally the gay, the gayness, <laughs> the gayness and the blackness of you is what put you above your peers. That was literally the only thing that put you above your peers. You <laughs> became famous by complaining about how hard it is to be gay and black when that was literally what helped you get to where you were. <laughs> <laughs>